Let Eurovision Queens begin! Hello and welcome to Eurovision Queens, a podcast exploring and celebrating the glory that is the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Ryan and this is our third episode of the new Eurovision season. Oh, you're counting them. <laughs> yes. I'm Andy. This year, as you may already know, we'll be covering Melody Grand Prix and Melody Festivalen. And of course, the 2024 Eurovision Song Contest in Malmo in detail. So if you're ready, we'll kick this episode off with that familiar Eurovision theme. We're recording this episode on the day that the Melody Grand Prix acts have been announced. What has this meant for you, Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) This has meant I'm opening myself up to a month of stress. (laughs) Can you describe that stress to the listeners? Stress of a roller coaster of emotion with my incredible love for Kano. Yeah. Our good friends. Our good friends. (laughs) We're unofficial members. (laughs) Yes. Hi, we're Kano. And you're listening to Eurovision Queens. Why are you so stressed about it? And we've heard the song now. What do you think? Let me just ask you that. What do you think of the song? Oh, I I wasn't sure about it to begin with, but then I realised that it was already in my brain, like just listening to it the second time. Yeah. So I'm I'm really, I don't know. I think it's a bit more fun than their previous entries. Yeah. But I'm I'm just, yeah, I, I just wanted more Fred in it. Like the Fred bit is weird. Yeah. I think it's, it feels slightly childish and it's because it's a nonsense word as well, Damadiga. But hmm. I do think it's catchy. Yeah, I think it is too. We listened to it a few times like, oh God, this is completely in our heads now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Melody Grand Prix today. No. That's a bit of a blind alley. We will be back to preview Melody Grand Prix in a few weeks. But today, we are going to have a very intensive look at Estée Lowell 2024. Yes, we've been listening to many playlists of the artists and had them on repeat the problem is we now know them really well and we've got lots of love for these songs we are very emotionally invested in almost all of the 20 songs exactly (laughs) so if you don't know Estée Lal is the national final of um, Estonia I thought it would be good if we just started off with some facts about Estonia in the contest Ooh, go for it do you know when they won because they did win I feel like this is a double question because it's like, do I know this or was I just listening to you five minutes ago? (laughs) (laughs) It was a trap on that basis. So I didn't know. And then I think you said 2002. Correct. I think it was 2002. Unless it was 2001. Oh, no, I think it's 2001. I'm sorry. So you were listening to me accurately because I did say 2002, but I was wrong. They won in 2001 with a song that is nobody's favourite, even though it's called Everybody. That's ironic. 
Um, it didn't make the ASC 250. Oh. No, it's a terrible song. Terrible, terrible. But it got Estonia on the map, Eurovision-wise. Their record is really strong in terms of getting through the semifinals. Ever since the semifinals have been introduced, how many times do you think they've got through? I, I believe you said every time apart from twice. Was that right? You were not listening to me. Oh, no, I wasn't listening. (laughs) Well, I was looking at the list since 2009, which is a bit after a semi-final started. They failed to qualify only four times since 2009. But that's a really good record compared to loads of other countries. And maybe it's because they have Estee Lowell. Maybe it's it's a really good competition. But if you listen to our podcast, you will know that we've been quite critical of Estee Lowell before because of its bizarre inclusion of individual music professors from different American universities. Unless we got confused. I'm sure it was that one. I remember watching it last year and we watched a different national selection first. So when we joined this one after the previous one had finished, like one on the same night, we were like, what's going on? Because I think we thought maybe it had only just started. But it was over, almost. Or it was the scoring. It it was the scoring, but if memory serves, they were bouncing all around the world but mainly american universities mainly american universities and they kept going back to the same campus but it was like the history department now the music department now the library now the cleaner and it was like every it felt like everybody in this one university had a pop i know it was very odd and the votes were all over the place the winner in the end was alika with bridges which in the end despite a lot of people predicting she wouldn't even get through the semi-finals was eighth in the final, in the grand final in Liverpool, which is a strong performance for... It's a, it was a powerful performance, but it's a, quite a regular ballad, Bridges, I would say. I think so, but it got under my skin. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah. And when we saw her perform in London, she was great, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stage presence. Exactly. And then the song that she released in the summer, I really enjoyed as well. Can't remember it now. <laughs> and also, one of your favourites in recent years was Estonian, and the previous year was Stefan with Hope, which yeah. you liked, didn't you? Yeah, I really liked him. Mm-hmm. And a song that was definitely in the ESC 250, Stig Raster and Aline Bourne, which was Goodbye to Yesterday, which was seventh um, a few years ago. So Estonia, yeah, a strong record in the contest. And I feel like we've had them quite a few times on the pod in our Juice Awards spot. We've definitely had Stig Raster there with um, Interstellar. I think it's oh, yeah. called. Yeah. We may be hearing from him today. What about the I'm Not Your Mother song? Oh, yes. Was that... I think it was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the drag queen. Yes. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called now. Anyway, would you like to find out what the format of this episode is going to be in terms of going through the SLL songs? Absolutely. <laughs> Good. Well, we are not going to cover all 20 songs because this podcast would be too long. We have narrowed it down somehow (laughs) to 10 songs. It was quite tough. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, 12 songs because two of them we're going to play because we feel we have to play two songs even though we don't rate them at all. But we have a top 10. Mm -hmm. We will be giving scores as in Eurovision 12, 10, 8 and then 7 to 1. Mm -hmm. So we will start by giving the song that we gave 1.2 and work all the way up to our favourite, which we'll play at the end. Mm. Now, we each voted um, before... <laughs> this is getting complicated. We each voted before we started recording. And so we were surprised because we didn't reveal our scores to each other. Yeah. A jury of two has calculated a top 10. Yeah. Will you agree with us? Will you be swayed by our opinion? Whatever you feel about it, I really do encourage you to go and listen to the songs this year for Estee Lauer because they're so good. There's some really good artists, some really good performances and some great videos on YouTube too. 
Are we ready to dive in? Let's go! Okay, so we're going to start with the song that we gave 1.2, and that is Ingmar, with the song Dreaming. Why do we stop dreaming, not feeling the way we used to do? My heart's beating, soul's screaming, I want to feel the same again. Why do we stop dreaming? When do we stop believing? Cause we're only getting older But time is not get over Why do we stop dreaming? Okay, so what do we make of dreaming? Well, we've obviously given it one point. It sounds like we don't give it very much. We've got to remember, we've already eliminated 10 songs. Yeah. So this is already in our top 10. I think it's a little bit musical theatre-esque. Yeah. Just those first couple of lines from it Uh are very sort of overly performed. Yeah. And then the song doesn't go to where that potential is. Uh I think the music in it is really good. Yeah. But I think it's a bit of jarring for the vocals versus the music. It works, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just surprised by it. So Yeah, I think it sounds kind of cool. It sounds kind of modern, sort of like chill vibes sort of feel to it. It will depend whether he can sing live, because it's all going to be massively dependent on his voice. Mm. But the strings behind it, isn't it, which I really like. Yeah. It really took me by surprise, this song, because it's one I have been singing to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I stop believing? But um, yeah, I think it's, it's good, but... I don't think it'll be in the top five. I think with the visuals really help it as well, yeah, doesn't it? Because it, it's got yeah. this like kids drawings and then saying, why do we stop imagining and dreaming about? Yeah. Like, what, why do we kind of box ourselves in? It's a nice message, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it will lend itself to being on stage. Yeah. And we don't know how popular Ingmar is in Estonia. Um, I think young girls will vote for it because he's quite pretty <laughs> and young. <laughs> Young boys, hell, might vote for him. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's Ingmar. Next up, our two points are awarded to Daniel Levi with Over the Moon. In all all of your worries and all of the rain, we can make it go. Last night I dreamt I jumped over the moon. And I passed the stars and saw the universe in balloon Floating around, I felt just like a fool I should have known that all I'm looking for is you So I'll sing it like a lullaby Close your little heavy eyes and I'll be at your side And if you want that was Daniel Levi with Over the Moon. It's a really beautiful song, but I have to be honest, when I first heard it, this one completely passed me by. Yeah, it's a really good one to listen to on Spotify. Yeah. But when you actually sit down and watch like the music video, you're like, "Mm, okay, getting a bit bored now. Yeah. There's some lovely moments that rest your pretty head. There's some lovely lyrics. It's really poetic. It has a lovely, sweet feel. I don't know whether it's big enough 
It's a good ballad, but it, it doesn't quite build enough, does it? Maybe not. But it is a really good ballad. Yeah. He's going for an aesthetic very similar to Sam Ryder. Oh, yes, he is, with his long, with his long, long hair. locks. It's not well enough conditioned. Is it not? No, oh, Sam Ryder's was perfectly placed. Was it? Yeah. Good to know. Okay, so that was Daniel Levi. So next up, where do our three points go? Gosh, this is exciting. Well, I can tell you they go to former Eurovision entrant Laura Polvier, who previously performed in Eurovision with Sun Tribe, and she's singing solo here. The song is Here's Where I Draw the Line. Everyone who's calling in the dead of night, all is out of sight. Everyone who's saying all those things that hurt you so bad. And I can just, I can just say so. So Ryan, what do you make of Laura? I really like this one, even though it's got quite a simplicity to it. Yeah. But it's got a really nice rise and fall. Mm. It feels quite static to me, um, but maybe that's just the video. Unless it's really intimately staged, where it's really focusing on her with a spotlight. And it's just about really lifting up her voice and her as an individual. I think it would look lost on a bright stage. It has to be really feel intimate for this to work. It's a really intimate song. Yeah. Heartfelt. But I just like those weird little quirky bits in it. Like the when it very first starts, there's sort of like a bit of a vocoder voice yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. And then she's got in the chorus, there's that nasally bit that she does where she like really digs yeah. into her vocal like as well, that. which I like. The only thing I don't like about it is the Christmas bell. Yeah, I was going to say the Christmas bells. It has kind of a Christmas bell thing going like over the top. Dong. It makes me think of V17, Stay Another Day. It's kind of that making yeah. it Christmassy. Every UK Christmas number yes. one <laughs> has ever had that song, that so bell funny. on it, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so that's Laura Poldfear. So, who's getting four points? It's getting getting more exciting. This is our seventh place song. This is Carlos Ucareda with... Never Growing Up. Everybody else is us And they all think that we're okay But we go from breaking up to making up Seems like we are never growing up We're never growing up Yeah, we go from breaking So what do we think of Carlos? I feel like this is a bit of a guilty pleasure. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to like this one, but I really do, because it's just a good pop song. It is a good pop song. It's straightforward. It's catchy. It's really memorable, actually, the chorus. Mm. It's definitely one I've been singing along to myself. Yeah, I think it was one, whenever it would come up on Spotify, I would look to see who it was, and I'd be like, oh yeah, it's that one again. Yes, exactly, which is a good sign in terms of how well it's going to be received, I would say. 
I think so. So we've given it four points, which doesn't seem particularly generous. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't know whether it's different enough or exciting enough, but it's a good it's a good pop song. And his vocals are really good. I quite like the subject matter as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it feels not too, um, what's the word? Clichéd. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on straight away because there's so many songs in this episode. We're going to go on to our sixth place choice. We are awarding five points to Deep Breath, open brackets, Nendest, close brackets, Narkuti Kumedest e Teme, brackets, Kul Midagi, by Five Minust and Pulu. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, I needed that. <laughs> Five minutes and Pooloop. What do we think? You know what? Three years ago, I would have been like, what the frig is going on really? here on this day? Yeah. But the deeper I've got into Eurovision... <laughs> well, this makes sense to This me just now. makes sense to me now. And I think it's got a very similar vibe to Let 3 from last oh, it year. it has, hasn't it? I think it's better. Yes. I think it's, uh, it's more accessible. Yeah. But then maybe it's not saying as much as what Let 3 did. Because, yeah, you know, there was a lot going yeah. on in the background and that was that about one. putin and russia wasn't it that's right yeah. yeah whereas this one i just i just there's it's so bonkers yeah but in a way that i'm like oh i really like this i can't see it not getting a lot of points and then we've got it in sixth i wouldn't be surprised at all if this was top three absolutely yeah, yeah. and this is only going to be better on stage as well yeah. yeah should be yeah can they match let three sort of stage <laughs> Oof. <laughs> would they want to well, we were in the front row in London, weren't we? We saw way too much of that staging. <laughs> we did. It was a lot. It really was a lot. Okay. Um, straight on then to fifth place. Our six points. I think some people will be surprised about this being in our top ten, but it really stuck out to me. This is the song Vetevime by Antsud. <laughs> What did we think of Ansud? I oh, honestly, this just plays into my <laughs> folky beggaring about in the woods, mm-hmm. beautiful ethereal voices. Oh, it's just such it gets me in the feels. Yeah. 
this is totally goes right through to your core, doesn't it? It totally does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do go to a folk festival every year, and I dragged you along um, last year. Yeah. And it's this sort of thing that really just, yeah, does it for me. Um, I was surprised that you gave it votes as well. Um, I, I didn't think you'd rate this. You've changed me. I have changed you, and I'm very <laughs> pleased that I have. But I like that it's two voices blended together. Yeah. And then it's got that folky vibe, and then it does something else as well. With like, yeah. There's a guitar yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember where it is now. It feels kind of fresh. Again, that might be the video, because it looks really cold in that video. <laughs> there's, a, there's a babbling stream. and Yeah, there's something about it. It just feels effortless. Fun, but also really cool, whilst also being not cool because it's folk. I don't know. I just really am drawn to it. I have no idea how it'll do. Uh, yeah, I don't... It's not going to win. Oh, no. But it's one of those ones where the more you dive into the national selections for each country, yeah. you start finding these weird little gems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, we are getting towards the top songs here. We're now going for our fourth place song. What have we got in fourth place, Ryan? Oh, it's a big one. We've got Cecilia with FOMO receiving seven points. So that's Cecilia with Fear of Missing Out. Do you think she'll miss out? This is one I really want to do well. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of my top ones, but I don't know what was going on when I voted. (laughs) (laughs) I feel a bit the same because it's one we've talked about a lot, but I just think it's just shy of a winning song. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I think when we first started listening to the playlist, this was like, oh yeah, this is really good. Yeah. And then we've just spent more time with some of the other ones. Yeah. And this is Falling a little bit by the wayside. And it's my basic pop bitch getting drowned out by actual other things. I know. <laughs> and we don't know whether that's the right or wrong thing. No. Yeah. But honestly, this is the song of this season. We'll remember this one. There's no way we're going to forget this, it. This will be a future Dukes Award. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, if you don't listen to the podcast, um, the regular episodes, we have a Juice Award, which is given to a song... That competed in the national final but didn't win. Named after the band Juice (laughs) that were horribly denied representing the UK in... 94? 94, maybe. I think it was 94. It was the year that we sent Bloody Love City Groove. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe And who you, even remembers that? I can't believe you even said their names. Ugh. The therapy's working. Yes. Okay, we're on to our top three. Gosh, this is getting exciting. Who is in third place? Well, I can tell you with eight points, it's Annette Weikmar with what, Ryan? Serotonin. Yeah, 
So this one ticks all the boxes, doesn't it? Well, all of our boxes. <laughs> all of our basic bitch pop boxes. <laughs> yes. But it's so good. I don't know. The production just feels right. I mean, we don't know how she sings live, but it's such a feel-good pop song. It has a really uh, catchy, upbeat feel. And as we've only just watched the music video today, yeah, she's got a bit more of a rock chick vibe yes, as well, which, we didn't know. which really complements the song and it, it kind of gives it a bit more of an edge. Hmm. It's probably bubblegum pop though, isn't it? Really sort of feel I good. feel like this is what like Gem and the Holograms would be doing now. <gasps> yes. Yeah. It's got that sort of vibe. And it reminds me kind of like the Bangles when they're most poppy and also a bit like the Go-Go's as well. Belinda Carlisle's yeah. band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sort of feel. But, oh, so much love for Annette Feichmar and Serotonin. Eight points from us. High praise. We think it's going to be in the top three. Could be higher. Be very happy if it was higher. Be very happy if it won actually. Yeah? Yeah. But we're now moving on to our top two. Shortly you will know who we have picked as the winners of Estee Lal 2024 going forward into Malmo to the Eurovision finals. I said that as if like this is guaranteeing it for them. <laughs> this is just a podcast with opinions. You said it like you are a American professor in some sort of university who holds all in of Estonia's... His, in the music department. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hold all of their dreams in my academic pocket. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, let's put you out of our misery. Second place, our 10 points go to Udo Sepp and Sarah Murray with the song Still Love. No one knows me well enough to hold me back Trips in my Leslie, my roots are cut in half I've gone too far So Still Love, why is this all the way up in second place out of those 20 songs? I know why. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me that. You're still bitter about Tennessee Tears not getting through to Malmo. Oh, do you think that's what it is? <laughs> 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 getting through to Malmo, do you mean... Oh, was it in Malmo that they performed? Oh, uh, sorry. Just whatever, wherever they performed, wherever they didn't make it through yes, to the okay. Melody Festival in... Yeah, no, I'm, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, it is quite Tennessee Tears now you've said it. <laughs> But it's not, it is country-ish, isn't it? Yeah, it's a country duet. Yeah. It just gets me in the feels. I think it's a bit trite in a way. It's a bit simple. It's very lovey-dovey. It is. But it's still, it's a grower. Yeah. Um, And to reveal, this got my top points, actually. Mm. Of all of the songs, which is a big surprise to me. (laughs) Quite a big surprise. Because I would never have said, oh, it's definitely that one. It wasn't until we listened to them again, I was like, no, it's that one. Yeah, now that we spent some time with them. Yeah. But maybe that's not a good indication because maybe we spent too long and it's got under my skin and it'll just be ignored on the night. Mm. I do think they might make a strange duo on the stage. <laughs> I don't know. She's kind of like in the video. He's like in the cold in the middle of nowhere next to a swamp. With a big coat on and a red nose because it's clearly, well, there's snow on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And she's like lounging around in a in a cocktail dress in a sort of like a horrible 80s dress in a, in a garden party sort of surroundings. It's a bit odd. Yeah. But... 
there's something pure about it. It's something I like a lot. I give it my top points. Mm-hmm. It was not enough to crown the winner of our Estee Lauer preview episode because you effectively chose that <laughs> with your 10 points. But I did give it eight. Yeah. Our 12 points for Estee Lauer 2024. First place is what, Ryan? We have given it to traffic with Wunderbar. Okay, so you've heard it here first. This is our winner of Estee Lyle 2024, Wunderbar by Traffic. Why? (laughs) Oh, it just got under my skin. Yeah. It was so, it's such a good one. And it's got that like late 90s, early noughties sort of dance music sort of thing going for it. Yeah. And we don't always go for that, do we? Because we're not like always going for the dance tracks, you know, the obvious Eurovision songs. But it's not an obvious Eurovision song in a way, is it? Because it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've not really seen this on people's, like, top lists yeah. for Estonia entries. No. But, yeah, just the more time I spent with all of them, the more time I was like, oh, this one punches through every time. Yeah, we can imagine this at the Euro Club in Malmo, can't we? Absolutely. Yeah. And one thing that you loved about it is the star in the video with the smiley face. <laughs> yeah, because there's sort of, like, the group are in this sort of industrial setting with like snow a, like and a prison, fire a prison and a drone flying over them yeah. and then there's this magical sort of mario star in the sky yeah. with its anime face saying wonderbar and yeah. smiling and stuff. <laughs> i was like okay yeah it's that's just totally you isn't it straight through to me now yeah <laughs> so i'd like to see that star in malmo on yeah. the stage with them performing this yes i'll be very happy do you actually want a star with someone's legs in it or do you want it floating (laughs) no i want a big giant inflatable star in the sky are you listening talon (laughs) so i think the music for this was written by stig raster who we talked about before interstellar and goodbye to yesterday we've played on the pod several times really fun really good it was our winner it wasn't far ahead of the second and third place songs um, serotonin and still love but yeah that was our outright winner now some of you might be like oh my god they got it so wrong they haven't even talked about my friend by ollie so this is uh, what do we think i think it's one of those where because ollie's performed quite a few times he's sort of going in as the favorite and was second last year to alika yeah. yeah so let's hear it now this is ollie with my friend
I have a sort of an aversion to songs like this. It's just the sort of music I just don't like. So that's where I am with it. I've got a bit of a theory as to why as well. Well, it's um, that soft rock stuff. Well, it, it's that sort of emo early noughties music yeah. where I was just coming out of college at that time yeah. so i was a little bit too old when like my chemical romance and or things like that came mm. out and it you know a generation were defined by that music yeah and then it's odd because it's coming around again yeah but i think you were even further away from that yeah. than i was yeah so it was just noise for you maybe yeah, at the time and then the, the, it's really having a moment in Eurovision now with like the last couple of years because I can't remember who it was, but it was the put your middle finger up oh, one yeah. was the first one that then is sort of really opened the door for this sort of music. And wasn't the Rasmus a bit like that from Finland? As well? Rasmus was back from that time. Yeah. So that was like authentic that yeah, time of yeah, music. Yeah. yeah. Then obviously we had Smash Into Pieces oh, course, from Sweden it, it, it mellow, yeah. who were a hot contender for yeah. winning it this year. So it, there's just a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot of it around it's and there's just, a place for it. Yeah. But I think my issue with this one is he's got that weird sort of synthy effect on his voice right. the whole way through it. So while it sounds okay, yeah. I don't know how that's going to transfer onto the stage or live. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you might disagree with us. We might prove ourselves completely wrong. But regardless, it's not in our top 10. We also just have to mention, because it's such a funny song, it's actually quite a funny video, but we unironically found it funny before. And that is Brother Apollo with the song Bad Boy. <laughs> and you've got, to do, you've got to do it, Ryan. Well, should we hear a bit of it first? Okay. Here is Bad Boy. Don't tell your mama where you have been. I bet she has met someone like me. Don't tell your papa who you're riding with. If he finds out, he'll be after me. Just want you by my side. I guess I can't hide that I'm a Okay, Ryan, your turn. <laughs> so I just think it's the ironic sort of I'm a bad boy, but it's not. It's spelt B O Y, but he sings it B O I. Yeah, go so on. It's like, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> and Ryan keeps walking around the house saying, I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. So it's, oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> if you've left something out, yeah. and it's like, well, it's because I'm a bad boy, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also because you're looking like you want to spank. Wow. Say that. Yeah, but it's also my get out of jail free thing now. Yeah. It works. <laughs> Sorry, is this spank too racy for the pod? Wow. <laughs> okay, so we've almost come to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed our preview of Essay Lyle 2024. So the semi-final of Essay Lyle takes place on the 20th of January, and that's when 15 artists will compete to get into the final. And what we hadn't realised, and so we started recording this episode, was that we already know the five songs that are already automatically in the final. And they are as follows. Brother Apollo with Bad Boy. Good. <laughs> Carlos Acredo with Never Growing Up. Daniel Levi with Over the Moon. My favourite, Udo Sepp and Sarah Murray with Still Love. The only one that's in the final that didn't make it into our list is Nila Lise Feixo with Kata Umba Ya. 
which really did not register on us at all. Can't see mm. that doing anything, but maybe we're wrong. And when is the final? The final is on the 17th of February. Ooh. So we'll be we'll definitely be watching that, won't we? Because we're so invested in these songs this year. Yeah, there's plenty of time for everyone to listen to all of those songs and absolutely fall in love with lots of them. Lots of them. At least these top ten that we've been through. Okay, so until next time, we have been Eurovision Queens. You can catch up with us on our socials, on Twitter at EuroQueensPod. On Instagram at Eurovision Queens. And on email at EurovisionQueens at gmail.com. Yeah, it's all correct. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the first time I've remembered the socials without prompting. (laughs) I know, well done. (laughs) We'll be back soon with a preview of Melody Grand Prix, the Norwegian national final. So we better go off and listen to those now. We had. And this is the crazy season, isn't it? This is the point at which everything's opening up. We know a few of the songs that are already in the Eurovision final. And suddenly we're just like deluged by loads of songs that are going to define our musical year. It's also the point where people at work are like, what? It started already? (laughs) (laughs) Are you mad? It's like, yeah, we were waiting for Christmas to get done so we can properly dive in now. But... Were we silly to buy tickets for the Melody Grand Prix national final? Well, let's wait and see. That's true. We need to see how semi-final three goes first. Oh, God. It's all on <laughs> semi-final three. Wish me luck, listeners, if Kano don't get through. <laughs> I'm going to have a horrible, horrible few months. <laughs> okay, until next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Eurovision Queens. If you enjoyed the episode, I know that Andy and Ryan would love to hear from you on email, Twitter or Instagram. Better still, why not leave them a review on Apple Podcasts so that other Eurovision fans can find them. 